Welcome back as we kick off season two of the True Food Freedom and Faith podcast. I hope you enjoyed the summer short series, but now it's time to really start digging in again together and talking about your own journey to food freedom in Christ and how I can be of service to you and help you in the ways that you really need. So stay tuned. Welcome to the True Food Freedom and Faith podcast. I'm your imperfect host, Cheryl Sharko, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and biblical counselor, here to get real with you, my sisters in Christ. Yep, I'm talking to you, who struggle with restrictive food rules, chronic dieting, yo-yo diets, emotional eating, and other issues that consume your life, your joy, and your peace. So get your comfy pants on, like I did, and get ready for some real talk about this journey, real nutrition information, and some real solutions so you can live a life in true food freedom and faith. Welcome back to the True Food Freedom and Faith podcast. I hope you all enjoyed your summer. I hope you were able to find some amount of rest and enjoyment. I had a very busy summer and I look forward to telling you about that. And I really want to spend season two helping you on your journey to food freedom and what's going to be the most beneficial and effective for you, as well as introduce some amazing resources I have coming up. But first, just to give a little bit of my history for those of you who are new to the podcast, or maybe even if you've listened to the podcast, but it's been a while. Well, I have shared my history of my distorted relationship, shall we say, with food and eating over my lifetime. Now the problem is it didn't really seem that distorted in this culture. And maybe as you had heard the different things I was talking about, you thought, well, that's normal. We all deal with that. But I actually do believe that the majority of women that I've known throughout my life have some degree of this damaging relationship with food and eating. The problem is it's a problem and it really does have some serious consequences. Now for me, all my life, I thought that weight was truly my biggest problem. And honestly, that really had nothing to do with my actual weight because I can look back on times when I was really too thin to even be healthy. But I remember that same mindset, the same types of thoughts and thinking. So you can imagine or perhaps are living out now how devastating it was for me during the seasons where I actually was fatter or was gaining weight. Now, I didn't realize it at the time, but somewhere deep inside, I did really believe that if I could only reach some number on the scale, some magic number, which by the way, I just kind of chose out of thin air. I don't even know where the number came from. Or if I could just have some arbitrary level of thinness, well, my life would be better. Let me repeat that. There was some driving force that I wasn't aware of that actually made me think that if I lost weight, I would have a better life. What does that really mean when you dig into that? Well, this meant that a good life was basically discounting all the blessings that the Lord had already given me, such as a wonderful family, loved ones, friends, provision, abilities, even health. Most importantly, 
as a Christian, this meant that my life's value, my personal value was wrapped up in not only worldly trappings, but in something so small as my body's shape, size, and appearance. Yep, the God who gave me life saved my soul from the destruction that my sins had earned at great cost to himself, who gave me hope for this life and for the next, was essentially all cast aside. Now, again, I didn't recognize it that way or that that's what was happening, but really all of that that God had done and who he is was kind of of secondary importance because it was looking a certain way that would give me a better life. Now, I know when I lay it all out like that, it sounds ludicrous. I hear it myself, but I was blinded and I was in darkness. I was enslaved by the trappings of this lost and dying world. I needed help, but I didn't realize it. I needed freedom. So let us take a short break. And when I come back, I want to ask you four very powerful questions to get your mind adjusted to the idea of food freedom versus how maybe you have been living thus far. Okay, be right back. Hey sisters, I have some good news. I want to get to know you better. I want us to support one another in this process, this journey to food freedom. It can be tough if we're doing it alone, so let's not. Why don't you join me in our private online community? I'll put the link in the show notes, or you can just go to Facebook and search for True Food Freedom and Faith. The and is an ampersand. I really look forward to us getting to know one another, so I will see you there. Welcome back. So as I mentioned, I'd like to give you or pose for you four questions. These are not light questions. These are deep questions. These are very important questions for you to ponder and answer once you've truly done some heart searching, okay? Now, I don't want you to just hear these, think on them for a minute, acknowledge them, and then move on. In fact, if you are at all able to, I ask that you write these questions down. I will put them in the show notes in case you can't write them down right now and you have to get to them later. But I ask that you take some time and some effort with these questions. Answering these questions is going to go a long way toward helping you see your eating and dieting desires in a different light and maybe pointing you in the direction of the freedom you need. Okay, ready? Again, if you get the chance, please write these down and ponder them. Question number one. What are you trying to calm, fix, ignore, achieve, or distract from with food and eating? Let me repeat that. What are you trying to calm, fix, ignore, achieve, or distract from with food and eating? Question number two, what thoughts or feelings is this eating covering? And then question number three is like one, what are you trying to calm, fix, achieve, or distract from with dieting and weight loss? And question four, what thoughts or feelings is dieting or weight loss covering? Now, after you've prayerfully pondered these questions for a while, I'd like for you to write down your answers to the best of your ability. You may have some answers immediately, 
while some of the answers you'll find as you learn during your journey to food freedom in Christ, as they come up over the week, over the weeks, over the months. So keep these answers though with you, whatever you can figure out and you write down, keep them with you for next week's podcast, because next week we will look more deeply into the thoughts and feelings I asked you about and how they relate to your eating and diet habits. Yes, that's right. Next week, we're going to talk more about emotional eating. Unfortunately for me, for me, it took decades to realize some of the things that you might be getting a head start on right now. First, that I even had a problem, given that my weight loss obsession and body image issues were really just basically regurgitating the messages of the culture that I heard daily, that you hear daily. And then second, how I could be rescued from this enslavement. In other words, I wish I had these questions asked of me or I wish I actually thought to ask them of myself to help me realize that there was a problem that needed and could have a total and complete solution. I really didn't have any resources that addressed this in a comprehensive way, in a targeted way where I was a Christian but was still bound up in these thoughts and ideas and beliefs and practices. I had nowhere to go with this that I knew of. But by God's grace and working, I hope you don't have to feel lost, alone, without help. Because you know, you're not alone. You're really not. And you're not without help if you seek it. And this leads me to what I spent my summer doing. I'm very excited to be able to share this with you now. I've been looking forward to sharing this with you all summer. So over the summer, I have been developing and testing out an online program for Christian women. The program is made to help you be free from the diet roller coaster, from obsession over your weight and or obsession with food and eating, free from emotional eating and free from that relentless body shame. The program, it's a journey toward food freedom in Christ. It is full of scripture, full of support, full of encouragement, full of the gospel. And guess what? Other women like you who struggle just as you do are going through it together with you. It is a fully comprehensive program and I am just beyond thrilled with the feedback. So over the summer, I ran a beta form of the program, which is just where we look for and work out all the kinks with maybe technology and content and platform and test whether it really produces the results that we're all looking for, that I was going for and they were seeking. We had two different groups of women go through this program this summer. We met once a week online and then each woman individually worked independently with the videos, the assignments, and the work that was given throughout the week. And one of the most beneficial and favorite aspects of these groups by the women was the community support they had from one another all throughout the program. No one was left alone in the process as we all walked this path together. It was beyond wonderful and the feedback and the progress Truly, more than I ever dreamed of, 
everything I hoped for, everything that I wanted it to be. So there will be much more information to come about this program. And it doesn't matter where you live, you'll be able to be part of it with like-minded women because it's an online program. But it will only be available a couple times a year. And the doors are not open at this time, so I'm not going to dig much further into it and tease you with something that you can't have right now. But again, I'm just going to continue buttoning up all the aspects of the program and you will hear more about it in the coming months. Now, if this sounds like your perfect fit and you want to keep track of it until the doors do open and I'm aiming towards the fall, I'm hoping the fall will be our first cohort of women going through it you can sign up to be on the wait list. Now, this is not an obligation or commitment. It's just going to allow you to get a weekly kind of behind the scenes peek, a look at the process as we're buttoning it all up and tying it in a nice pretty bow through the new newsletter. Now, the wait list also will allow you first access when the doors do open for enrollment. So if it's something that you're thinking you might be interested in, and you want to make sure you get in because we're doing it live, we're doing it in cohorts, it's unfortunately limited as to how many people can enroll at one time. So if you want to make sure you at least have the option to enroll first and you want to know when those doors are getting ready to open and be the first to be let through the doors to enroll, then you'll want to be enrolled in the wait list. So to do that and be part of the wait list and get all of this information, some behind the scenes stuff, simply go to CherylSharko.com slash waitlist and just sign up there. It'll keep you in the know and you'll also get the new weekly newsletter. Well, sisters, again, I'm so glad to be back in the swing of things with a full podcast for season two. I ask again that you take those questions seriously, take some time, some pondering, some heart searching, try to answer those questions, bring your answers back to next week's podcast. And in the meantime, again, if you want to join that waitlist, go to CherylSharko.com slash waitlist. And remember above all, above all, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, Do all to the glory of God. I will see you next week.